Welcome to Transforming the Toddler Years, a core four parenting podcast blending soul and science-based strategies to empower pandemic moms like you raising kindergarten-ready kids. I'm Cara Terrell, your host, a lifetime lover of littles, girl mom, early childhood educator, and conscious parenting coach who truly believes that how we connect and collaborate with our kids in the first five years is how we raise world-ready kids who will change this world. Hey, Mama. You know that it takes a village to raise a child, but did you know you can choose your village? That's why I've created a virtual village for you with all kinds of like-minded mamas. They're conscious, they're collaborative, they're intentional. Their goal is to raise really good human beings who will grow up to add value to this world. Join us today in our free private community on Facebook. Use the link in the show notes and let's transform the toddler years together. Today, I want to talk about your children's behavior, but in a different way than most people approach it. So let's break it down. What is behavior? Behavior are choices in action, and the actions lead to a result. That's behavior. The results lead to consequences. Some are good and some are not. That's the outcome of our behaviors. But I want to back up to that choice part, that very first part. And that's not even the beginning of the behavior train. How do we make choices? Google it. And the great Goog is going to tell you that as adults, we make 35,000 to 50,000 choices a day. The majority of those, 70 to 75% of those, are made unconsciously based on pre-existing beliefs that we have about the way the world works, about routines and habits. We just make them. Think about, this is a really silly example, okay? Think about where you sit at the dinner table. Same space, different chair. We walk in and we sit in the same spot every time. Think about the stall that you use at your favorite cafe when you use the bathroom there. Unless it's taken, same one every time. We are routine-based, choice-making, subconscious creatures. That's why routine is so amazing for our little tiny people, because it helps set them up to subconsciously do things like choose to fall asleep by themselves without crying. So... When you think about behavior, you're looking at the outcome, but it all begins with a choice that your child is making. And choices are made from the thoughts that we're thinking. That's our belief system. So with all of that in mind, I want you to know you are not in charge of your child's choices. Even though as the parent, you feel very much in charge of your child's behavior. Wow. Let that sink in. I'm going to say it again. That's a good one. You are not 
in charge of your child's choices. Even though as a parent, you feel like you're in charge of your child's behavior. Who makes the choice? They do. Can you help guide them, influence them, teach them, model for them healthy choice-making practices? Yes. And that is how you control or have some type of wrangle on those outcomes, those behaviors. It's big work. I say that a lot because it really is. It takes so much intention. Inside my Transforming the Toddler Years course, we talk so much about this social psychology and this human being mind that we have and how to really see the world through our child's brain so that we can meet them where they are, so that we can use language to help guide them to make great choices so that they have great outcomes. And everybody says, oh, you have such a well-behaved child. Can you see how this flows? Is your child experiencing frequent meltdowns, cognitive delays, motor skill difficulties, or neurosensitivities? New studies show that even a small amount of screen time can actually cause big problems for littles, leading to OCD and autism symptoms that can last a lifetime without interventions during childhood. The good news is this is one area where parents really do hold the golden key to give your child neurological and social emotional advantages, unlocking their full potential without drugs or doctor visits, and it's totally free. It's easier than you think to make big changes when it comes to screen time and see the big benefits. Find out more by visiting ScreenTimeClinic.com or listen now to episode 50, The Truth About Toddlers and Tech, to protect your littles from big problems as teens when it comes to screens. The very first thing that happens before your child reaches out and hits their sibling or steals a toy or uses their feet or throws their cup on the floor or refuses to share. That's the outcome. That's the behavior. Before that is the thought. That's all wrapped up in the feeling. I am so mad right now. That's my toy and I want it and someone else has it. And I don't know what to do with this feeling. Don't know what to do with these thoughts. So I'm going to grab it back. Thought, feeling, behavior, choice. If you can address your child in a way that makes them feel like you understand what they're thinking and what they're feeling, you have a way better chance of over time supporting them to make different choices, different behaviors. You were so angry that your toy was being used by a friend who came to visit our house. You wanted it back right away. And waiting was just too hard for you that minute. 
So you grabbed it. Next time, what could we do? Hmm. Next time you feel like your hand wants to grab a toy from somebody, you could say, I want that toy. Just say it out loud. You could say, I want a turn with that toy. You could tell me, I want a turn with that toy. You could tell your friend, that's my toy. When are you going to give it back? Give them the tools they need to make a choice, to use the words that you want them to use instead of the behaviors that they currently use because they don't have the skills. You say, use your words. They don't know what words to use. Help them and support it. Oh, you are looking forward to when you can have that back. Include both kids. How long is this turn? Is it a one-minute turn or a two-minute turn? Help everybody problem-solve together. And if you set a timer, sometimes they just hand the toy over and walk away before it even goes off. Because everybody feels like it's okay. Yes, I want it back. I can wait a minute or two. Yep, she wants it back. I've had fun with it. I'm done playing anyway. But nobody feels like it is a problem or a power struggle because both of their opinions have been heard and noted and together everybody made a plan. Does it take a few minutes? Mm -hmm. But here's the magic of it. When you do it repeatedly, kids become a believer that that's just how it works. It becomes one of their subconsciously programmed routines and choice-making options. When I want to turn, when I'm mad, this is what I do. I didn't necessarily mean this episode to become all about turn-taking, but I do know that it is a really big uh, problem skill area right now for so many of your kids because of lack of exposure to these organic opportunities to practice it during the pandemic. And now you're out with even more families and playgroups are getting bigger and music classes are being more attended and they're in daycare more time maybe and they're back at preschool. So this is really going to be one of those frontline skills that you can teach them. There's lots of other examples I could give you, but today I really want you, when you see your child's behavior, whatever the behavior is, stop, step back, engage your brain and think, this is the outcome. Let me walk back through their feelings and their thought process that led to the outcome. And when you engage with them about their behavior, start with that. Until our next episode, stay mindful and proactive as you transform the toddler years.